What up, guys? We have something that we need to share with the world. Breaking news. Breaking, breaking, breaking (laughs) news. Guys, we worked really effing hard, to put it lightly, on creating the best audio source for you. What is it, Casey? It's the Bitches Talk the Task List audio edition, baby. Eight plus hours of our bitchy banter with clips like this. Hashtag relief. In future, when you're itchy, it's reinforcement. So what you're going to do is you'll take it off yourself. You remove something, so it's negative reinforcement, but you're doing it yourself. I didn't have to ask Casey, hey, Casey, take my sweater off for me. Because if I did that, that would be what, Casey? Socially mediated reinforcement. I don't need any other behavior bitch to help me out here. I could do it myself. That are going to take you through the entire task list. I'm talking FK1 all the way to the end of K. And we give you real life examples for each one. I'm sure it's funny because Liat's in it. I'm sure it's smart because I'm in it. Uh, (laughs) but right now it's on sale on the website you can get it for one month access two months access or four months access um so go get it what are you waiting for and allow us to drive around with you allow us to work out with you allow us to breastfeed with you allow us to take a shit with you we are always with you and we've got you Go find us on SteadyNotesABA.com and check it out. We know you'll love it. Study Notes ABA. ABA in a little X right away. It's behavior, bitches. Hey, guys. It's Liat. And Casey. And we are back with episode 64. Casey, what effing rhyme do you have for us this week? Uh, It's a good one. So how about you have a little faith in me? All right. If you are negative in my life, I will kick you out the door. Okay. Episode 64. (laughs) If you're not adding to my life, I'll show you the door. Oh, there you Uh, go. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Casey. I even tried helping her, guys. I mean, I think I might need to take over the rhymes, but we'll talk about this after. All right. So on today's show, oh, before we get started, oh my God, let's pair ourselves with some reinforcement. Casey, what do we have for the review of the day? This pumps us up to keep going. Let's hear it. Also, guys, it's getting hard. I need to keep like a list. If anyone's out there listening and they want to go through all 63 episodes (laughs) and tell me what review I read so that I can cross it off and not redo it because I'm getting to the point where I just don't remember. Um, All right. This one was a good one. If we read it, hey, it's coming twice. It's really that good. (laughs) It's from, I just would, I would remember this name. So I don't think it was J.S. Pyle Whiskey. J.S. Whiskey. Okay. The best virtual friends you'll ever dot, dot, dot. I'm assuming it says have, but it doesn't tell me on Apple. All right. It says, if you're like me, a sped Spedhead, who loves all things data, behavior, and ABA related, you need to listen and subscribe to this podcast. I work in the rural area where there just aren't a lot of connections with other like-minded people, and I'm taking classes online. The opportunities to talk ABA-related topics are slim and rare. This podcast saves the day. I can put it on in the car for my 
commute to work or when I go for a run. And it's like having a conversation with friends. Thanks, Leah and Casey, for bringing amazing guests, topics, and concepts to us and making them relatable. So glad to be on this journey with y'all by my side. See you at the 2021 Fall Collective. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Can't wait. Hopefully, y'all know your name. Yes. We love it when people reach out to us and give us that stimulus equivalent, letting us know their Apple name equals their Instagram handle equals their email equals who they actually are in real life. We're always making these connections. So if this is you, let us know. We would love to put a connection to who you are. And if you have not left us a five-star review, I hate to be desperate, but go leave it. I literally live for that, okay? Literally, as Matt gets, he hates the way Casey and so I both say angry. literally. But it's like, I literally mean it. So go leave us a five-star review. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. Or you could send it to us privately. No need to put it on blast. Listen, we're just here to have fun, so we appreciate all the love you guys give us. Now. Without further ado, I was going to say, um, today's guests are, ah, they are fire. They we are, are so, so hot. They are amazing, brilliant, just absolute geniuses. I mean, their resumes are longer than any of the guests we've had on the show. It's true. I mean, I couldn't even print yours. <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> it was so, so, so long. And I hope I never have to make one again because today's episode, the guests are... The bitches. It's, it's us. Just it's just us. us. We decided we needed a week to catch up. Just us having us on. I mean, we have the most amazing guests, but every now and then Casey and I have to recalibrate and make sure we still like each other. So we come on just us and here we are. Um, maybe it's a good week just to do a little bit of a catch up what we've been up to. I think so. Um, Casey, what have you been up to? You know, over here, just trying to have a babe. That's all, you know, putting in the work. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I mean, we've started the fall collective. We have so much in the works over at Study Notes ABA that it's just, um, it's a crazy Overwhelming. mind whirl all the time, but it's, we're grateful and happy to have that. Um, yeah. So effing grateful, like literally to have something you enjoy doing so much is such a blessing. That Casey and I regularly text each other and are like, dude, is this real? Like, yeah, how lucky are we that we get to, yeah, how lucky do we get to be able to work with each other and see each other all day and come into contact with so many amazing people and just really, I mean, this is the most reinforcing thing I could ever dream of. So thank you everyone for your support because we know you're really a part of that. Without you guys, we would just be shooting the shit to each other. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what have you been up to over there? I mean, I keep trying to get to Dallas so that we can have another in-person meetup, but COVID is just not letting up, guys. Like, I'm in New England, as everyone knows, New Hampshire. And like, we, if we leave, we why have is it to called New England? Like, I never understand this. Is it like, like, why? It's like, the, I think it was back in like the colony days. Like when it was colonized, it was New England. New like, England. Now I need to look it up. Yeah, you just say it, but you don't even know what that. Oh, I'm Casey. I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She Fuck off. So, yeah. So, 
what have you been up to? And not that I don't know, but what to tell the people because I know every <laughs> single moment of your like shit taking schedule and everything. Oh yeah, once last time I took a shit. This morning at seven oh five a.m. No, all right. Um. Anyways, I have been. What have I been up to? I have. You know, when you're doing so many things, you don't realize what you've been up to. Well, today Cooper was shitting out blood. And so Cooper's now at the vet with Eliron. And that yesterday was National Dog Day. Um, <laughs> uh, this is so interesting. I'm really glad that you're sharing this stuff. <laughs> oh, yesterday. We got a new cup at Starbucks, one that's very hard to get. I don't know if you know, Eliron collects cups. So we're into it. It's like one of these spiked ones, but he got like, it's like gold. We already have the same cup. No one could see it. I guess if you're a Patreon, you're watching this, you can. But we have a pink one, a black matte one, which is the hardest to get. S silver. I mean, these are, these are things that are bringing us joy during COVID. Okay. All right. Thank you. Say, your life is exhilarating right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys are all doing well out there as we, you know, are continuing on this never ending quarantine. Um, but today we wanted to talk about a little old thing called happiness, right? And what does that mean to you, to me is different. Um, we're going to talk some behavior strategies um, and just go through really what, you know, what is happiness? Like, yeah, it's huge. But before we go any further into it, why don't I say the behavioral principles of the day? We have automatic reinforcement, self management, reinforcement in general, cost risk analysis, behavioral contrast, replacement behaviors, prompts. There are so many more. However, I do not know what will come out of our mouths. So please continue to listen. All right. So, <laughs> all right. We got happiness in the house. And happiness is a really broad concept. You know, we're trying to put an operational definition for it. So Casey amazingly looked on Wikipedia and this is the definition because we, you know, as behavior analysts, we like to operationally define everything we do. However, this is a little difficult, but we'll get into why. So according to wikipedia.com, the term happiness is used in the context of mental or emotional states, including, including positive or pleasant emotions ranging, ranging from contentment to intense joy. It's also used in the context of life satisfaction, Subjective, well-being, flourishing, and well-being. They wrote well-being twice. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> so, I think on Wikipedia you could submit uh, if you notice an error or something. <laughs> but I'll leave that for someone else. So happiness is kind of hard for us to talk about, you know, to give that operational definition because it does seem more mentalistic. However, there are behaviors we can engage in that can um, help us achieve happiness or are associated for that final outcome of happiness. But before we go, I think it'd be cool, Case, if we, I know we don't have this written anywhere, but why don't we both define happiness in our own subjective 
perspective. All right. What's happiness to you? If I had to think about like happiness to Casey, um, it would be water. That (laughs) (laughs) no, I think it would be um just being healthy, having a roof over my head, being with the one I love. Um, very, very simple. Like I, I would rather have health and a home. I'm a, like a cancer. So I'm a super homebody. Like home is like everything to me. So that's happiness, like having a home and a person that I love and my health. I love that. Okay. What about you? Yeah. I was about to ask myself, I was waiting. <laughs> you were reciprocate. Yeah. I was like, all right, Leah, what makes you happy? <laughs> like you care. Um, happiness to me is having people I love around, having connection. Um, I think happiness is very, I, I think happiness, at least from my personal experience, my own contingencies, is having purpose. I think as soon as you lose purpose or a focus on, or a focus on what you are doing or what to wake up for every day or what you believe in. I think those are all really important things to achieve happiness. And that's something that, you know, over the last 10 years of my life, you know, with all my health issues, I've really come to see as, you know, happiness is not necessary. I think we see it in movies and we hear about it in books and we see it on people's Instagram photos, how happy they look or their gender reveal or their engagement photos or how happy they are. But that's just a photo of it, right? Like that's if we were just going to like try associate a symbol with happiness, like a smiley face. But I think it's not to get all mentalistic here, but I think it's really so much more. And I think we often have this association of what it should be. And so we all strive for it and we don't reach it because we're, we're, we're seeing it as something else and it's not necessarily an attainable happiness. Did I get real deep right there? You did. Yeah. I'm like over here, like, wow. Wow. She's so deep. Well, according to this study and I'll put it in the notes, one Was it, let me find my study over here. It said that one in three people, I just want to make sure I'm right. One in, yeah, it is one in three Americans say they're very happy. That leaves two of three Americans saying they're not very happy. Hashtag, that would be 66.666% of Americans saying they're not happy. This seems like a pandemic. Is it epidemic? Pandemic. I don't know. Either way. I mean, it's a problem. One of my favorite books ever, which we actually did for Behavior Bitches Book Club back when that was a thing, which we should really bring that back, um, was The Happiness Trap by Russ I'm bringing book club back. What? You hated book club. What? (laughs) You hated book club. (laughs) I was saying it like, like, in, oh, like oh, yeah, yeah. sexy. I'm bringing Woo-hoo. book club back. What? <laughs> All you know how to act. Okay, we're getting yeah. way out of stop. All right, you so Jay, 
So happiness trap is it focuses on acceptance commitment therapy and how like the myth of happiness, like what is happiness? And, you know, you have to achieve this certain level or, you know, whether it's in your professional life or your uh, personal life or, you know, I'm always striving towards happiness when like taking a step back and just like focusing on things that you can control in your own life. Right. Um, and defining what's important to you, your core values. Um, and I just like, you know, he does some, he has some really great worksheets in there. Um, and my favorite one was, it's the one that he does about uh, the cost of avoidance. And by the way, he, Casey didn't say, is Russ Harris, who wrote The Happiness Trap. I did say that, but that's okay, guys. I know you listening know that I did say the author, because I would never miss that. But he does this <laughs> avoidance questionnaire. And it's like taking a few minutes, and I did this to write a list of every single thing that you've tried to do to get rid of unpleasant thoughts or feelings. So all these avoidance behaviors, right? So they could be um, drinking alcohol, taking drugs, avoiding situations where people might be that you don't want to see, um, you know, putting yourself down or what else going into denial, blaming others, like all these different things. And then really think like, okay, I engage in that behavior. Now, what was the consequence? Was my life made better? Right. Um, or not, and things that you could do um, to change that behavior, those avoiding behaviors, and face it. And one of the things Liat and I were really talking about this morning was, uh, I don't know who said that. Jim, who was the quote? Jim Bezos, or who did you say? Oh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. That yeah. guy who that guy who like created Amazon or something. <laughs> I don't even know. That's awesome. What what, what did he say though? You're lying. You did not know who Jeff Bezos was. I didn't know. I oh, Casey, I'm so that is literally I think people know who Jeff Bezos is more than they know who the vice president is okay like Jeff Bezos he created Amazon Casey come on okay so quote? that the quote was this stress primarily comes from not taking action over something that you can have some control over stress yeah. comes from ignoring things that you shouldn't be ignoring it's so fucking true because I think about if I could list like the top three things in my life that cause me anxiety or maybe like in the current and they, they always change, but like all of them, I could actually write down a list of actions that I could take, right? To face them, to complete them, whether it's going on my QuickBooks and paying my quarterly taxes, whether it's, um, you know, starting a Roth IRA. Why haven't I done that yet? Like what is the avoidance behaviors that I'm engaging in to not complete these things that are causing me stress and anxiety? I have control. I know this. Like it's so nuts that like the main levels of stress are things that we're doing to ourselves. Like we can control that. So what are the action steps that like, you know, I need to put a behavior intervention plan in place for me for yeah. starting a Roth IRA. I think I think, I think you're so focused on getting pregnant that you, that is your only, uh, behavior plan you have in place. <laughs> As you see on my whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Casey, you can always see her whiteboard behind the scene. No one ever forgets when Casey had sex. She literally <laughs> writes it on there. Well, not to a dick on the day, like to like, I, I never see, he always draws like weird stuff on the board or writes weird notes, but I was like, what is that? He's like, oh, that's the day we did it. So you know that we had it. I'm like, you could, I just write like a purple dot. That's my symbol for that. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is way better. Shock factor for sure. Okay, so guys, what can we actually do? 
So this happiness is this overall outcome we talk about. But as behaviorists, we want to talk about actual actions and behaviors we can engage in to reach this so-called happiness. So Casey and I have done some research. Again, for these things, we like looking around the internet a lot for different sources and seeing how we can make it behavioral. So we didn't go into all the ABA deep text, but a lot of the different psychology articles we found written by different psychologists and different doctors and profession and um, different areas of mental health talk a lot about these different things and they're super behavioral. So let's see what we could do because a lot of the times what I truly believe is fake it until you make it. And uh, what is it? Uh, thoughts follow behaviors or beliefs follow behavior. So you might just be doing the behaviors first and not feeling it, right? So the, the idea of when we get into these, it's more like the idea of like, okay, I feel like shit today, but I'm going to get myself dressed for the day because I'm going to start believing that I feel this good the way that I'm dressed. So this is what we're talking about today. And we're going to give you a list of some behaviors we can all engage in. And Casey and I wanted to do this for ourselves too. We're no experts here. We want to work on these things on a personal level too. So this is just perfect because we can all learn together. All right. Also, I now, wanted to say what, what yeah. Gandhi, what Gandhi says, his quote about happiness. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. The smaller the gap between what you should do and what you actually do the happier you'll be. So what you think, what you say, and what you do, right? These are all things that you need to be thinking about every day. Like you're right, you could think all these things, but if you're not doing them, then you're not going to be moving forward. Yep. So do you know who Gandhi is? <laughs> <laughs> Again, F off. <laughs> all right. So title of the episode, fuck you, Liat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First thing we could do, and this is huge, and we define this. It's, it is. Let go of the need for specific outcomes. All right. What does that mean? Like, let go of the need for specific outcomes. I know when we read this before the show, you were like, I think that one's written for me. It really so is. what do you, and I know we did some reading on it, but what, what, what does this mean? It, for me, I mean, it's going to mean something different for everyone, but letting go of the need for specific outcomes. I'm a very outcome driven person, right? So if I, and again, task detailed. So like, it could be like my dad dying, but like, you know, I need to know that I can do X, Y, and Z. And I just step into this role of like, well, I'll make sure all the appointments are done and all the prescriptions are filled. And the, and you know, I just like, I want this outcome and I, I I see all these steps. Same with trying to have a baby right now, right? Like I go right into action of like, we're going to have a baby. This is what it's going to look like. And I'm going to do all these steps. Um, and if things don't go my way or like there's a, you know, a simple thing, like for class, the closed captioning wasn't working, right? Like a little wrench thrown into the plan. And like, that's not my outcome. I wanted the outcome to be people that were hard of hearing to be able to hear. And I throws me off so much. Whereas Leah, I can see can roll with that. And I get super like, you know, worked up because it doesn't behavior not chain interruption strategy. Casey yeah. does not like the behavior <laughs> chain interruption strategy. No, nope. neither does Ellie Ron. Mm -mm, I don't, I don't at all. And I've realized that about myself as, especially as I'm getting older, I'm like, 
wow, like I have a vision or even just like a vision of what my day is going to be like, like on the weekend with Matt. And if I don't, you know, verbalize it to him, he's like, how do you expect me to know that that was your vision for the day? Right. And if it's like not, we didn't get one of the things done. I'm like, it was a waste. It was just like, and then my mind spirals. So, you know, I have to be able to be practice some, an act term, psychological flexibility. Right. And like almost just learn to roll with the punches instead of letting the punches just like knock me down. So right now with trying to have a baby, I need to be, oh, you know, you know, even Matt was like, if we can't, we can adopt like things that like, I, I know I don't want to, I want to have a freaking vaginal birth. Like, is that too much to ask? Vaginal, not vaginal. (laughs) (laughs) We never don't, we like, can't not laugh in these episodes. Like sometimes my eyes hurt and my cheeks hurt so bad. I know when it's just us. Mm -hmm. All right. And what about you? you're, You're the kind, you're the type of person to like, like you've probably even before even like getting pregnant, you've probably already like planned the day of birth, like the time, the day. Mm-hmm. I want to get but, pregnant in September because I want to have a June baby because I want it to be a cancer just like me. Like that's that's crazy shit. All right, girl. Like, yeah, I, I think can't. you're gonna need some mental flexibility if you're having like some like getting pregnant difficulty. I think you might just need to take the date that it comes. Like, let's work <laughs> on that flexibility first. All right. Word, word. I mean, do word. Mm-hmm. So Letting go of the need for specific outcomes, I would not say out of these things we talk about today is my most challenging area I need to work on. I think that due to contingencies in my life, I've really had to learn to let go over like the last eight years of just realizing like, yo, bitch, this is out of your control. Like if you get sick today, this is what happens. Like you just got to roll with it. If this breaks, this is what happens. Like this is just so like, I think that because of the contingencies in my life, I have learned more that like mental flexibility. Um, so for this, but I do think it's so important because when you become obsessed with how it has to be, you can't enjoy the way that the way something becomes. And it might even become better as a result if you don't actually like see the exact outcome of the exact thing. Like if you could kind of roll with it. And what I've noticed is if you roll with something and you roll with it confidently, everyone else will believe it too. So like, if you present this like, all right, well, this fucking sucks, but whatever, everyone else will believe it too. Like, that's just like a huge thing I've learned, I think over the past, I don't know how many years I said, of just being like, whatever you present something as or whatever you present yourself as, people will believe. I remember at first with like all my health things, I was like, everyone's gonna think I'm so sick. No one's gonna wanna date me. No one's gonna wanna eat food at my house. They're gonna think a finger fell off in the food, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all these different things. Like I thought of everything. And then I was like, no, dude, it's about the way you present these outcomes or you present the way you are and people will believe it. Like whatever you present confidently is so important. So, and that goes for the outcomes too. Like you just roll with it and this is what it's meant to be and people will be cool with it too. So it's all about the way you accept that. All right. Step two, behavior number two. And this is like an actual exercise that you could really engage in and actually writing this down. And this is defining your own success and happiness. I think that a lot of us have this norm reference, like, okay, this is what happiness is for all these Instagrammers or these bloggers. It's sitting there with an iced coffee, perfectly manicured nails, 
sitting outside wearing a perfect dress and makeup at 7 a.m. in the morning, writing a gratitude journal, right? Like, let's be fucking real, all right? Cooper was shitting blood this morning. It's just the way it fucking is, all right? To get on this podcast is a shit show. It seems like we have our stuff together, but that's not life. So I really think defining your own success is really important as opposed to comparing ourselves to others. So you could literally write a journal or write a piece of paper to serve as a prompt for yourself of like what happiness is for you. Like, is it like being able to accept what happens in the moment? Just being able to um, wake up, wake up and be able to dress yourself in the morning, wake up and have a voice to speak, wake up and, you know, have a friend to call, right? It's these little things, have a job, have a purpose. I think that writing these things down is really, really, really important. And putting them into actual steps you could do that day. Like, okay, if that step that day is setting up a, like a Roth IRA, set it up, write it down that you're going to do that. Right. That might not be like what someone says happiness is, is a like a Roth IRA. But if it's a step towards like making you feel that security and like future, Casey's like looking at me as if I'm her therapist talking right now. She's like <laughs> agreeing. Like twirling <laughs> my hair. <laughs> Listening. If that's what's going to, be an actionable step that you could take towards getting there. I think that's really important. So defining your own happiness. I mean, especially with today, we have, we have half insight into so many people's lives, right? You're not seeing the dark side, but you only see the happy side. And you're not seeing like Casey, for example, like you talk openly about like, you know, your issues with trying to get pregnant. All we see on Instagram is like a more dramatic gender reveal or like a mm -hmm. like a pregnancy shoot or this or that like no one's seeing behind the scenes what it took for that person to get there exactly and, and it's like again once you put your focus to something like whatever we talked in the last episode of like you buy a you know ford explorer and now you see ford explorers everywhere right like you know i never like thought it would be an issue to get pregnant so i never really like thought about it i was just like oh it was happened when you know it happens. And then you realize like it might not happen and you have to try really hard. And now it's everywhere. Right. Like I had to leave a part, a little like get together the other day. Um, cause there's too many like little babies. And I was like, I have to leave Matt. And he's like, you're so dramatic. <laughs> he's like, it's going to happen. You're fine. And he's just like the calm to my neurotic crazy for sure. But again, not comparing yourself to other people. You know, I learned that at, when I was there that actually one of the kids was adopted and I was like, that's so cool. And they had a really hard time. And like, um, yeah, they have this perfect little family that you, from the outside, I was like so jealous. And then hearing their story, I'm like, okay, yeah, everyone has their shit. Everyone has their shit. And that is the most important thing about sharing vulnerability. Once you're open about it, you realize everyone has their shit. And the truth is they say, and I really believe it. If they were to take, if everyone had to throw like their shit into a pile, like what they deal with, you would take your own back. Like, <laughs> That's a good say, one. like they, they really say like, if you, if everyone put their shit into a pile, it'd be like, like you would never take losing your fingers. You'd be like, fuck no, I'm not like losing my fingers. Like I'm not doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, like compared to other things I see people going through, I'm like, 
fuck, I'd rather lose my fingers and be going through emotional pain because I've been through emotional pain in the past. And like, I see someone really struggling and I'm like, and it's just like, just this idea of not, I mean, I even see like with us, like, you know, we went on a podcast yesterday. They're like, how does it feel that you guys are famous? And I'm like, we're famous. Like what? Like we're just like regular humans. And I was thinking like, that at all this is a question no that, that's what i'm saying like we're, like, we were like uncomfortable we're like wait what like and the but reason we are, saying that yeah we are like figures in the in the field now that like we didn't really think we were and it was so sweet of like um her to say that right and, right but, but, but also, what i'm yeah but what i'm saying is is people like you know they and i see like people see this glamorized view of like study notes aba like oh my god it's the most fun job they're doing this all the time all they do is like play and sit with Frenchies and like talk like, you know, and like do all these fun, glamorous things or like, or she just landed here. No one saw the struggle it took to get here. And like, I think that's, you know, people are like, it's so cool that you, you have your business and you do this. And I'm like, dude, you're only seeing this view of it. You didn't see what was under the iceberg, you know, like or your everyday or like everyday, everyday struggle. struggle. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's so easy to compare what's just, and and now it's it's available to us to only see the top of the iceberg part, you know, on social media. So I just think that's really important. All right. Step three is commit 100% to things that make you happy. And with this, I'm going to add in hanging around people that make you happy. You do not have to do anything that makes you unhappy. Okay, maybe you need to like pay your taxes. That's annoying. It's an... But we have a choice every day. We are always engaging in matching law. What makes us happy? If you have a friend who's literally baggage and every time you talk to them, you just feel like shit, you're not stuck. You could get out of that. You should start seeing life as seeing certain people as SDs and S deltas. Discriminative stimuli signaling reinforcements available here. I'm going to make you feel good. I have energy that I want to share with you. I'm going to help you grow in business. I'm going to help you grow in your mindset. I'm going to get healthy with you. SD. S delta are people who are not signaling reinforcement. In fact, they're bringing you down the same way if you knew that a vending machine didn't work, would you continue to go put your money in it? And no, you would learn. Why do we do that with relationships or friendships or acquaintances? You have a choice there. Like, I mean, I remember one day realizing when I was young and I had this friend and our parents were best friends. And at a certain point I realized like, I didn't like hanging out with her. I had always felt like we had to be friends because our parents were good friends growing up. And then I realized it was like this moment of freedom. I don't know. Maybe I was like 12, 13. And it was like, <laughs> I don't have to be friends with this person. Like she always makes me like, feel like so sad and like, and it was like this freeing moment. And I think that a lot of us forget that all the time of you have a choice. You could do what makes you happy. And I think that's really important. Yeah. That's like that bridging that gap between what you, you know, should do and what you actually do. And also like being committed a hundred percent to 
your values. So my, you know, one of my values as a person is, um, you know, I always want to make people feel comfortable and supported and loved. And like, that's really valuable to me. Like, so I want to commit a hundred percent. And I'm not to say that you're not going to fail at some times or do things that, you know, Oh shoot. Like I got to go back. I can't believe I said shoot. First of all, <laughs> I got to go back. Like, you know, I, I missed that or like I, I didn't, um, you know, sometimes I forget, like, you know, to reach out to someone who I is, I know is struggling and that's because we're human first of all. Um, but just trying to really commit to your values and what's most important to you, um, will lead to, you know, becoming happy. Right. Which just sounds so crazy, but that's that. All right. What's the next one? The next one I think is really important. And this is mm-hmm. something that I, I really, I don't, I really find myself focusing on a lot. And this is like a, an exercise that I actually had to engage in at like really down points in my life to, and it's become like part of my, it's just part of my life now. And that is gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about all those candles at TJ Maxx and Marshall's that say gratitude on them and like hashtag blessed and all that bullshit. I'm talking about actual gratitude. All right. This is an actual exercise you can engage in in reeling and realizing what you have. And once you're able to account to count all the things you have, you have this mentality of abundance. You realize what you have. And you know, the other day I was at the doctor's office and they had me, you know, there's been times in my life where all I focused on on what was like my health and what was wrong with me and how I'd never live a normal life again. But then I was at the dent I was actually at the dentist and they were having me fill out this like whole health form. And it was like, do you have have you had cancer? Had do you have pulmonary issues? Do you have this? Do you have this? Blah blah blah. And I was just saying no, 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 no to all these different things. And I was like, every time I did it, I was like, oh my god, I'm so blessed that I could say no to this. Oh my god, I'm so blessed I could say no to this. Oh my god, I, like I have my vision. I have my this. And it was just like this, like reminder, right? It like was it served as like a prompt for me to remember, like, dude, Liat, you have all this. Like you might not have this but let's focus on what you have because there's been times in my life where I like, all I noticed was the things that I couldn't do anymore. It's like, Liat, you can no longer run. Liat, you could no longer go on the sun. Liat, you could no longer be in cold temperatures. Liat, you could no longer use the air conditioning. Liat, you could no longer dress yourself on these days. Liat, you could no longer go without wearing makeup. And that's all I used to see, like everything. It was like little things. Liat, you could no longer wash, um, veggies because they're cold from the fridge. And it was like all these things I couldn't do, like these little things that like you may not, as like someone healthy, you may not even realize that like, wow, it's a blessing that I could put my hands under a cold faucet. I can't do that, right? But then I started really honing in on what I do have and like realigning, you know, like I had to really move away from like looking at like, physical appearance as like, that's not what makes someone right. Like that was really hard for me. Like I still struggle all the time. Like my skin or the way that like, you know, my hands or my, just a lot of things about my body have changed with, you know, my health conditions. And I've had to be like, I could say that I've really benefited from focusing on what I do have. So like, I'll be like, Liat, you're funny as fuck. 
You're funny. <laughs> you can make a joke. Like you could lift someone up. You can make someone comfortable. You can make someone understand something. You could teach. You could share this joy with people. You know, you could use your struggle to share to strengthen other people. Mm-hmm. And it's these, these, and I know I'm getting really passionate, but I, it's like something that I, I can't explain how much it actually changed my life. Like when I say I was in a dark place, like I've literally been in places having my mom write out because my hands didn't work. I couldn't write like her write out all the reasons I should die. Like I was like, mom, I just want to kill myself. Like, and my hands don't work. So I can't write this. And so you got Mel must've been a mess. Good. Yeah. Lord. I have, I have like the journal here. Oh, she's like, okay. Oh, Mel. right. Cause I couldn't write. I mean, the good thing is, is that my hands didn't work. So I like couldn't have killed myself or got anything, but right. DRI. <laughs> <laughs> Incompatible behavior. Yeah. But I see now that I've, I've, it's, I mean, it's an actual exercise. You can't just say like, oh, you need to practice gratitude. It's like an actual replacement behavior. Mm-hmm. You need to say like, you know, like, I'm not like, ugh, I'm so like, I'm so annoyed. My hands like don't get blood to them. It's like, like I have to use hot hands all the time. It's like, no gratitude. I get to use hot hands, right? Like changing that I have to, to, I get to like, at least there's a solution for it. Like I'm upset about my skin. I could put makeup on it if that's what I want that day. Or like, you know, what are the things I can do and really focus on that? And do you feel like that's something that you engage in case? A hundred percent. And I do think that it, you know, there's research out there, right? That people who practice gratitude, you know, they have actual benefits. Like, you know, you're less bothered by things that might be achy and pains, um, you know, lower blood pressure, stronger immune system, you know, more alert, all this other stuff. But I also think that again, and this takes work, this isn't just like, Oh, like I'm going to be grateful today. Like woohoo. And like put a fake smile on, like, it's like, you can take steps to, you know, you like exercising, right? Like if, um, if, you know, you know, that you getting up and exercising in the morning, um, and having that morning routine is going to like make your day better. And you know, this, like you are able to, you get to, you know, do that. You get up and do that. You can move for free, right? Move in your own house. It doesn't mean you have to have crazy exercise equipment or a gym membership, Like there's free YouTube videos, like crazy that like for yoga or whatever it may be, just like finding those things that are going to, you know, you know, you exercise more, you're, you know, you release endorphins, right. And you're ultimately going to sleep better, um, cause you've moved your body. Um, so that's like one of the most important things is my morning routine. And I know that when I get out of that and I start laying in bed and watching million dollar matchmaker with Patty, um, instead of doing my morning routine, (laughs) I will pay the consequences um, for that day. Not that to say that some days I just fucking need that. Right. Like I, you know, maybe on a night when we teach collective and I'm up till, you know, midnight, which is super late for me. Like I yeah, might need my morning. When you were on my Instagram live last night playing super Mario. That was like, I was like, why is he up? <laughs> this is literally like the walking dead. And I think you might've said it like 15 times to Sean. Well, ask her why she's awake. Is she okay? Ask her why she's up. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, you know, keeping those things that, um, you know, those behaviors that, you know, are going to result in positive, um, results for you. So, you know, making yourself a little self-management plan, like this is the behaviors that I'm going to engage in. This is my, why I'm going to do it. You know, what it's going to result in how often I'm going to do it. Um, take some data on yourself. 
you know, what are you going to get for reinforcement for completing these behaviors? And it could just be, you know, intrinsic reinforcement doesn't have to be anything like, oh, I'm going to earn a large pizza on Friday. If I go to the gym five days a week, like counterintuitive. Um, but like, you know, just knowing that like now I'm going to be able to maybe live longer and, you know, my blood pressure will decrease and, um, just a whole host of benefits for sticking with a routine. So something I have to say, like, you know, when you were talking about the physical, like we have the physical effects of gratitude, like these, these psychological research, um, the benefits, the stronger immune system, less bothered by aches and pain, low or blood pressure, exercise more and take care of their health, sleeping longer. I have to say it is like fucking wild how true this is. Like, let me tell you, I have the same condition. Nothing's changed in my health. I still have lupus. I still have pain. I'm the same person. But ever but since your mind has shifted. I, I have worked so hard on this gratitude thing. And like just like making myself feel a sense of purpose that I like lupus is chronic pain, right? Mm-hmm. Like I literally I'm so like appreciative for the things I have or like focused on my purpose that I don't have time to feel it. And it's it's actually insane because the amount of pain I tell you I was in, I used to need 14 hours of sleep a night. Now I get, I don't know, I think I sleep less than you. Yeah, you do. I think you're like a six maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know, seven. Maybe. I need a solid eight. I need a solid eight, guys. No, but it's crazy how it's it really shows that, you know, like, it does affect so many areas of your life and it it spreads beyond the actual benefits of the immediate moment itself. Mm -hmm. So I think these are, I mean, and I'm happy that we spoke about this because it's, it's always a nice reminder Mm -hmm. to just talk about happiness, you know, be intentional in what we talk about. And also there's, we could provide prompts for ourselves. Like if there's something that you need to do, if, like I know in Judaism, there's prayers that I say every morning and they're just like these 10 things. And it's like, thank you. It's like along the lines of like, thank you that I could see. Thank you for, you know, um, thank you that I could see. Thank you for healing the sick. Thank you for like these little things or like it's these little whatever it is. And it's like a reminder of like these small things or, you know, giving me another day of life or whatever it is. And it's those reminders, but you could literally put a post-it and be like, what the fuck are you thankful for today? <laughs> yeah. Like, stop for a fucking second. You'll be fine. You'll still get your shit done if you stop for one second. Mm-hmm. And like, say it out loud. Like, manifest that shit. Write say it that out loud. shit down. Circle it three times, whatever you need to do. Um, yeah. I think we should end on the, this last one, number five, because it's a really good one. And I love it. And it's, I just, it's, it's just so us. And it made me like, smile say I love you more like it may sound wild because we say I love you I say I love you just so many people that I have never met in real life and it's not non-genuine it is genuine and you know it's one of those things where like I grew up and I may not have had a lot and you know had like you know some shitty shit but my mom and dad I swear to god my mom wouldn't let me go to the bathroom without saying I love you like leave the room I love you like love you too mom like good lord like she texts me facebook messages me texts me calls me i love you just want to let you know i love you like i have heard i love you from my family more than anyone ever should which is a testament to probably how i've turned out right in that simple word like yeah you want the actions behind it but like just saying i love you more how simple is that and just it is just like showing someone 
that you do, that you do, you care about them. Like, I appreciate you. I love you. Right. Or like, just, it's so easy to do. And I mean, it's definitely something in my, in my repertoire. And I don't only say, I love you. I say, well, you say it. What do you say? When I say, I love you, you say, mean it. <laughs> but yeah and like we say that at the end of every and like I didn't even think about that like you know our kind of like our slogan right love you mean it um is just like it is it's more than just I love you mean it and someone actually posted in I think it was uh Marsha Reyna posted did you read this post in um about like the love you mean it thing and how it's more than just love you mean it's like a family like a tribe like people that lift each other up and support no. each other. Oh, it was so good. I'll have to find it. Um, but yeah. And you know, I don't even know if I, I just would never be the person to like, I don't feel awkward saying that. And maybe some people do, and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah. And like, sometimes that people don't say it back and that's fine. Maybe that's not their level of, you know, they have different boundaries. Some people do. like hold love. Like, yeah. Or like, you know, it could be L U V. It doesn't have to be L O V. E. <laughs> Remember that from like AIM? Oh, you know, yeah. I didn't say I loved him. I said I love him. Exactly. I uh, love that. Uh, no, but it is really cool. Like, even when people like write us different things, it's so nice to see. It's like, we're, it's just a sense of connection. Like, everyone ends it like, love you, mean it. And it's you like, remember, um, we had a video submission for our scholarship um, by um, this guy, um, Van uh, from where was he? Uh, Vietnam. But Vietnam. He, he lived in Vietnam and uh, his video was so gosh darn cute. And at the end, he just goes, love you mean it. It was just amazing. <laughs> and his emails, he always ends with that. And I'm like, oh, touches my heart. That makes me that's my definition of happy right there. Van, if I could just bottle him up in like one little vial and hold Put him a forever. van in your pocket, <laughs> take a van with me wherever I go. <laughs> van, if well, you're listening, we love you mean it. Well, I think this was a great episode. I'm so happy that we could do it together. Recalibrate. I still like you. It was a good news. Um, was you know, just the title of the going to be fucking Liat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Just kidding. I love you. Um, yes. Yeah, so I love, I do love episodes with just us. I feel like it connects us to the listeners more too. Um, when it's like, Definitely. Hey, what is getting actually real, going on? Getting real raw relatable. So you guys you know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches. You can find us on Facebook at Behavior Bitches. Wait, hold on. Sorry, Alan. What is our thing? Behavior Bitches podcast, right? Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Alan. Take that out. All right. You guys know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches podcast. Facebook at Behavior Bitches podcast online behaviorbitches.com and we would love to hear from you if you have a topic that you want to share with us if you have an idea that we should do if you want to come on with a great idea we love hearing from all of you so and i do recommend um best way to con contact is going to be instagram the email has this really weird th through the website it comes to me in like almost like spam looking things and i have to like it just takes so long to go through them so if you do want to reach out just slide into my dms on insta <laughs> i've always wanted slide to up, slide <laughs> up on in there and you guys we appreciate all of you guys who are our patreons and support us to keep doing this if you want to support behavior bitches, I can't say that we have so much to offer on the Patreon because we're working on it. 
what it really goes to is supporting us having the finances to put this episode out every week for you. We gotta pay our man, Alan, right? He's we gotta man. pay our man. <laughs> so if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash behavior bitches for as low as $2 a month. We really would appreciate it. And it allows us to keep doing this and putting this shit out there for you, which we love to do. So thank you for tuning in. It was great. I really enjoyed talking about this topic. I really enjoyed today's guests. They were awesome. Great, great, great mm-hmm. guests. Go really? follow them at Behavior Bitches Podcast. <laughs> you can find them at Study Notes ABA. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, love you. Mean it. Hey guys, it's Liat here, and I just wanted to take the time for just a single second of your time and tell you about something awesome. As you know, Casey and I are super into this podcast thing going on here and getting it started. And I just wanted to let you know that there's an easy way to get it done. And that is what I'm going to tell you right now about Pretty Easy Podcast. Thank God we got in touch with the team at Pretty Easy Podcast. They help you do everything from start to finish. They will get your show up there. They will record the episode for you. They will produce it. They will add bleeps in if you're full of F-bombs like myself. Whatever it is that you need, they will do it. When you first said you wanted to start a podcast, I was like, okay, we can do that. We have no idea what we're doing. I never really thought it would get off ground until we met Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast, and he put all my fears to rest. He helped us get everything going from all of our audio audio editing and production and our song that we have, which is amazing, by the way. We're allowed to record from our own homes. He helps us with our guests. Um, He caters to our schedule. Come on, Leah, we are the worst with scheduling. I mean, I know we said we're going to have a podcast a week. So far, we're out a few days, but hey, he works with us. That's what we need. But the point is, we were looking at how we could download all these different programs to try learn how to do all this podcasting stuff. But truth is, it's affordable. It's much easier to have someone do it for you. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com and you could get started today. I say go. I say if you want to be heard, if you have something to say, like we do, we love the sound of our own voices, and we found Alan who lets our voices shine. So thank you, Alan, at prettyeasypodcast.com. Listener.